Hi, welcome to vegan business and marketing tips for cafes, restaurants, cloud kitchens, home bakers and chefs. If you're vegan and you either own or plan to start a vegan food business and you'd like to do this in a joyful, peaceful, deeply fulfilling way, then you're in the right place. I'm Susmita Veganosaurus and I'm so glad you're here. Look, what you say and how you say it is extremely important, whether it's on your website or your social media or your newsletter, wherever. But it is especially important when you're selling something. It could be an online store, it could be a sales page, it could be your menu. When you announce a particular product or service for sale, how exactly should you be talking to the audience, to your potential ideal customer? Ram and I used to run Carrots together. He was a big part of my journey of running the restaurant and without him, I wouldn't have been able to do it as successfully as I was able to. Now, after we closed the restaurant in 2021, I stepped away from it. I have nothing to do with the brand directly. I don't own it. I don't run it. It's all Chef Ram's now. He runs Carrots as a cloud kitchen on his own and he's doing a wonderful job. But even though I'm not personally involved, it doesn't stop me from wanting the best for Carrots, which is a baby that... We grew together. It was a brand that we nurtured and it created so many ripples across the vegan movement as well as the vegan business movement in India. So it's a brand that means a lot to me. So whenever Ram wants help, wants guidance, I'm there. I'm there to guide him. Recently, Ram launched a series of workshops as a part of his business. He wanted my help to get the messaging just right. He came with a framework and I helped him change it, refine it, edit it. And after all the refinement, when he launched it, this is what happened. Hello everyone, this is Ram and Iron Carrots Cloud Kitchen. It's been a long time since I know Susmita. She is one of my favorite mentors all the time. I'm really impressed with my recent work with her, helping me on creating the modules for the classes. First of all, I got really upset simply because she rejected my whole month of hard work on the write-up. She made me to do it again and after her approval, I posted on social media. Guess what? I immediately got one booking for the class which was totally wow and still I have few more inquiries uh, pending. So basically I love the way she made me rewrite to the, the point. That is one of the creative things what I find on Susmita. Love you and uh, take care Sus. Thank you so much for helping me. In today's lesson, I'm going to teach you a few things that I taught Ram that day 
And I trust that once you apply that to your messaging, you're going to see a huge difference in the way people respond to your call to action. So let's begin. First thing to remember when you create any kind of messaging, when you sell something, clarity. Clarity trumps everything else. It's more important than being clever in your messaging. Cleverness is fun, but more than that, it needs to be clear. Clear over clever, like Marie Folio usually says in her Copy Cure program. Two, make the content skimmable. Have the key points listed clearly and boldly instead of going into long, wordy paragraphs. Now think of your own self. When you open out somebody's message and you read it, are you reading each and every word that is there? If it's a big wall of text, do you even bother to go through it? No, right? <laughs> Who has the patience for that anymore? You might do that if it is somebody you already care about and you're like really curious. You already know that they're great and what they offer is great. Then you might read through everything. Otherwise, generally, you just skip over things. And in this whole process, a lot of the important information can get lost. But when instead of using long wordy sentences and walls of text and big, big paragraphs, if you put out some key points in a very brief and clear way, it catches people's attention. So keep it brief. Three, talk like a person. <laughs> talk like you are talking to a friend. Talk like you're talking to somebody else. Don't have a different voice for your typing and marketing and sales pages as opposed to your actual voice when you're speaking. When a person feels like you're talking to them directly, they relate to you better. They are more open to understanding what your message is. A trick for this is whenever you write something out, read it out aloud. Does it sound natural? Is there a flow to it? Then you're on the right track. Four, the dilemma of uh, talking about yourself in the first person or the third person. See, I usually always recommend the personal touch and especially if it is a business run by a solopreneur. If it's just you running your business, then it's okay. Talk as if you are talking in the first person. You don't have to uh, refer to some random we, you know, we are doing this, we offer this, blah, blah, blah. When it's just you and everyone knows it's just you. But if you have a team and you're working together as a group or maybe even as in partnership with somebody, when an actual we exists, then you refer to it as we, while also occasionally taking the names of each person and talking about them. So there's a personal touch there. People want to know you, your audience, they want to know you. The more they know you, the more likely they are going to come back to you again and again because they like you for you. 
not for just your brand or your product, which also need to be great, but more importantly, in a market filled with great products, why would they choose your product? Because it's you who are selling them that product. So then why would you lose out on that opportunity to talk as yourself on social media in your sales pages? Because when you do that, they know that, yeah, you know, personal touch. This is a person I'm going to get it from. Five, always think from the perspective of your target audience. What do they get out of this? If they buy your product, if they avail of your service, what are they getting out of it? Think from their point of view and then address that as early on, right at the beginning, right off the bat, address that. What transformation are they going to get out of buying your product or service? How is that going to make a difference in their lives? Why should they be taking it? Talk about why they will benefit and focus less on why you're so great, why your product is great, right? Think about them and their point of view and what they'll gain from it and put that into clear words. Of course, you know, if we need to get into copywriting, there's a lot more to delve into. But these five points, just these five things, if you remember, it's going to make a world of difference. So the next time you write something, a sales page, a marketing message, when you're trying to sell something in particular, keep these five points in mind and then write it out. Over time, you'll be able to build your own framework, which you'll be able to repeat. And if you want help building that framework, I'm here. <laughs> I hope you found all the information I've been sharing on this limited series podcast really, really useful and applying whatever I've taught so far in your business and seeing the shifts and the changes. If you feel like you need more personal guidance, very tailored to you as a person, your business and your unique target audience, then I'd be very happy to work with you. Book a one-hour vegan coaching session with me. I'm here to support you, to guide you and to answer any questions you have to the best of my ability. You can find the link to book your vegan business coaching call in the description of this episode. Talk to you again in the next lesson. Bye!